Hear ye, hear ye, and rejoice. <laughs> she wears a bra today. Oh, okay. I didn't put it on till like three o'clock though to go to the store, but it's on. Well, at least someone has one. <laughs> <laughs> They're not necessary. I honestly believe I would have probably been a part of the great bra burning. Oh, of, what was it? The seventies or the sixties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like free the yeah. nipple type of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, a hurricane's about to come, so if something anything happens, they're gonna find me braless, pantyless. No. <laughs> 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 Jesus, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Why at heart? Um, thanks again for joining us. Be sure to follow us on social media at Why at Heart Podcast on Twitter and on what? No, not tw- Twitter. God damn it! Why don't I ever know our tags? <laughs> Wait, um, what's? Did y'all hear about p- people might be potentially paying for Twitter? Yes. Oh fuck that! that. I don't even use Twitter, yeah. so that yes. can go. <laughs> that can go. Fuck it. I'm not even going to say our Twitter handle now. Then <laughs> at YAN Heart Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and on YouTube. That's it. Bitch, I don't have time. Nope. Anywho. On to we're chapter get into 21. Chapters. Yes. We read for this to, for this episode, chapters 21 through 29. So much information. But not enough So much spice. information, but not a lot of answers, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Or spice. Duologies for you. Which had me a little disappointed. Like, Lexi, who do I have to kill to get answers to these fucking questions? It's frustrating. Um, So we start with page, or mm, chapter 21. I'm jumping immediately to page 263, where we're oh, back okay. at Finn's house. And we question Bash and Jay's combo in the cell. Bree is like, yeah, Jalik said, if you kill me, she'll never put you on the throne. And Finn says, well, what makes you think that she was talking about the queen? Who the fuck else would he be talking about? Her? What? Do you think it's her? Because now I'm like, all these things are kind of pointing to her, like sitting on the throne instead of Finn. And especially later down in the chapter where uh, Brie gets hurt and they're talking shit. Mm-hmm. It all points to, to to Brie. So like, I'm super confused. Yeah, I, I was also a little confused with that comment because I was like, well, if we're not talking about the queen, yeah. who are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Because he's the only people that we know that he has a relationship with are Bash in the Queen, even though it's not a good relationship, and then Brie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Also, back at the palace, Brie asked the mirror to show her her mother. Oh my God. God. What a disaster <laughs> that shit was. I, I can't go into detail about this without ripping her to shreds. So somebody else is going to have to take over. <laughs> so basically, she hasn't seen her mom in about like, Nine years. So the mirror shows her her mother at a cemetery where I guess she thought, well, maybe the fairy lover or the fae lover that my mom had died. And that's her going to visit the grave, which then she immediately is in there. She's like, well, wait, hold up. She's like, I've been at that damn cemetery. She decides to take a whole little trip. And like it again was like a feverish fucking dream. Shit started happening. And I was like, wait, where where are we? What are we doing? What's going on? Okay, thank you, because that was exactly my point. I was like, I don't, is she dreaming or is this shit real? Like, I, I knew, same. I knew, I knew that was going to happen. Like, not the feverish dream part, but I knew it was a, a trap of some sort. Like, because the first yeah. thing I thought when it shows her mother walking in the cemetery was, her mother showing her her grave. This is, like, this is mm. her tombstone. And I think that she thought that her mother was oh, actually shit. going there. And I was like, no, it's sending a message. And I think what the mirror does 
is based off of that scene because we couldn't really figure it out through Jazz's scenes. Her scenes were pretty mundane. Um, was the mirror doesn't show you exactly what you want, but it kind of gives manipulates the present mm-hmm. to show you in its own way what's happening. So instead of it showing her mother dead or how her mother got killed, it showed her, her mother walking to her grave. Or a grave. I feel like you're on to something, though, because her mother crying at the grave. Yeah, she could have been crying for her fae lover, but it would be more interesting if she was crying at Bree's grave. Because it's already been said that she's going to die. True. But then the thing is, is like, I think you're, I think Steph is right in the sense that like the mirror works to an extent because um, at some point Finn tells her the mirror is broken. He's very adamant that the mirror doesn't work. And yet Bash was very adamant that the mirror does work. So maybe the mirror works in an ex- in a way that Steph explains where it, it doesn't work precisely how you want it to work, but it's showing you some type of truth in a way. Yeah. I mean, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's just getting her all types of fucked up. Because the next thing that the image or the next image that the mirror shows her is of her mother dead and all like gutted a out in a, in a casket. That's why I thought right. it was her grave that she was walking to in the in the first image. That, that it could also be maybe those were two separate images. Literally everything is a puzzle piece, but none of them fit together. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're trying to do a jigsaw mm-hmm. puzzle. Yes, but it's all pieces from five different fucking mm-hmm. puzzles, yep. and nothing mm-hmm. fits. Yeah, like <sighs> yeah. So what ends up happening is when she sees that second image, she decides to leave. She hears Jazz's voice. And so she immediately starts running. Where she ends up is at a fire. And she's like, oh shit, this is the fire of our childhood. Like that was my childhood home. She's reliving her memory of the fire that happened when she was a little girl. And so we didn't know exactly what went down in that fire. Now we kind of do. She actually ran back into the flames to go get Jazz. And Mm -hmm. like she actually was burning alive in her head. This is like all really happening. This is real life. But then she starts hearing voices that wouldn't have been there when it actually happened. So she can't tell what's reality and what's not. That's basically where the chapter ends. Yeah. When we pick up in chapter 22, it's so interesting because Kane and Preetha don't want to heal her. Yo, that pissed me off Mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. So much. Talk about, we're friends. We don't want to tell you anything. We don't want to give you any information. Don't spy on us. But we're friends and don't you dare turn your back on us. Bitch, what the fuck have you done for me? Right. What have you done for me? <laughs> like, y'all are the worst, the shittiest goddamn friends I've they ever really heard of. They really are, yo. And at first I was trying to figure out, like, why? Like, And Kane called it a blessing in disguise. I was like, oh? Exactly. I think that pissed me off even more. Because, like, yeah. the person who's fighting to heal her is Finn. That that writing, that writing and that that um that logical sense didn't make any sense yeah. to me. Like yeah. I was like, okay, Lexi, like I these people are very finicky. I don't I don't Explain. get it. Explain more, because I'm lost. I'm so yeah. lost. And you're not gonna turn around and then be friends with me the next day after you was telling him not to right. save me. Bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. You must be out your goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah. It turns out later that we find out like this is how they've been doing the thing with the tributes, mm-hmm. where humans are sacrificing their lives so that Unsealy can like 
have some semblance of power because they're pretty much powerless mm-hmm. right now. I When we get into that, I want to go back to this scene because I think that is the reason why this scene was written so bad. Oh. But purposefully, yeah. not I right. think it was because of their restrictions. Yeah. Um. So Pritha does end up healing her. She's like in and out and Lark ends up coming into the room. I thought she was in her dream. Was it the dream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She walked yeah, in. Yeah, because they were in like a field of flowers. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a dream. Yeah, she it was like a dream walk. Yeah, yeah, a dream walk. A dream walker or something. Can we please talk about how this bitch is Alice? She's Alice. <laughs> She's predicting all types of stuff. She's like, Alice. She's like, oh, I'm predicting your future. It could go this way, this way, this way, but nothing certain. Alice's visions are subjective. The future can always change. But that's basically okay, what happened. <laughs> That's basically that's basically what happens here. Like she's telling her your your future only has like about two paths. Either you you die and you go this one way, or you survive and you go this other way. And then she actually mentions that there's so many other factors. And she was even saying too, she was like, Yeah, you could be a good queen and rule with fairness and justice yes. and stuff like that. But then you could also be real fucked up because you lose everything. And I was like, this basically confirms that she's going to lose Jazz. Mm. Either Jazz is going to die or maybe it'll be a betrayal so deep that their bond is broken. Like the one Steph is talking about. Mm-hmm, <laughs> that the bond is broken forever. Mm. Um, I also want to touch on really quick when Brie was in and out of consciousness uh, before she had that dream. Finn and Pritha were having a conversation. Pritha basically calls him out for falling in love with Brie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's so weird because this kind of, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like we've been getting little bits of hints that he looked at her a certain mm-hmm. way and stuff like that. But it's never really been like a big, like building thing between them. It just kind of came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. So it kind of just didn't, it didn't feel right. Even though I want it to mm-hmm. be right. If that yeah. makes sense. No, it makes a lot of sense. Cause I also felt the exact same way. I was yeah. like, what I sat and thought after I read that was, this whole little argument would make more sense if, like you said, if there was more of a buildup, if there was more snippets of her interacting mm-hmm. with him in a specific type of way. Like, the, you can't give me two things of him possibly having feelings for her and then have me be like, oh, he's in love with her. Like, no. I have I have two theories about this scene. My first theory is this was an editing thing. That maybe there were scenes that were oh. cut out in the editing process that they have spent more time together, had more, you know, dialogue about their feelings or getting bonding and whatnot. My other theory is. Mm. But why? Because you could have taken out so many fucking shitty scenes well, with you Bash. Know, you know, Facts. There's a lot of things I can deal with that. Well, <laughs> and I think that was done purposely for that. Like, you know, setting that world up in that way, setting the characters up that way, or maybe publishers requirements, who knows. But my other thought is, Maybe it's the face senses. They can sense feelings that we don't necessarily see. So maybe what she's sensing mm. from him is the way he feels. And he's just really good because he is Finn at hiding it. So maybe as a reader, we don't get to see it. We're not there. We're just reading words off pages. That actually makes a lot of sense because we're reading this book from Bree's perspective and she's mortal. Stupid humans. <laughs> 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 God. <laughs> so yeah, that does make a lot of sense if that's how if that's where, where we're going. Yeah. I think that's the end of chapter twenty two, yeah. Yes. yes. So we move on to chapter twenty three and at this point Bree is awake and she realizes that she is in Finn's bedroom on his bed. And yet she is not 
wrapped up in his embrace. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was such a disappointment. I was like, really now, really? But we did get the cute thing of him sitting in the chair, sleeping by her mm-hmm. bed, making sure that she was okay. I was like, okay, I'll mm-hmm. take that. So basically, he explains to her like what went down that night. He basically says that it was a slog. Slog. <laughs> no, this is it the the slog. Slog. Um, I think it's the slaw. It's U A, not A U. So it's not the ah. So I'm thinking. Yeah. The, oh wait. So slaw, 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 slaw. The sl the slog. Slog. The slayog. It's a slayog. So basically, this this specific type of creature preys on your like your worst fears almost, or your worst mm-hmm. memories. And what I found really interesting was that Finn had said that the illusion that is created is an illusion until you actually interact with it, and then it becomes real. It's like the Bogue from Akatar. Yes, and I was like, oh, that's real interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Yeah, that that's kind of scary. I thought it was cool. <laughs> so did I. I you always like, oh, think scary okay. shit is cool get out of here i'm sorry <laughs> um they also have an interesting conversation which leads to her asking his age yes Bruh, i Ooh. why is it that every fey male is old enough to have fought in a great fey war like, I, why is there always a great fey right. war? <laughs> why is there always y'all can never have peace? You're always fighting, goddamn! Right? It's a yeah, mess. It wasn't. It wasn't important, but I just had. To, I had to throw that in there and address it because I'm like, y'all, y'all have a strict template to go by, huh? <laughs> I'm telling you, they all had a meeting. They all had a meeting. Sat down. It was like, so we all do a great fey war, right? Okay, okay cool. great. We're all gonna write down a great fey war, <laughs> like. I, Lord. Um, but the reason that gets brought up is because he's calling Prince Ronan boy. boy. <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he's asking Bree about the boy and like how is everything going with the boy. I I the way I read this was there's a little bit of jealousy Absolutely. there. That was how I read it. Because I was like, there's no fucking way you're asking about this kid and like Yeah. They're well, okay. Of course. There's there's no. a little bit of, there's a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of him wanting to make sure that she's okay. Side note, I don't know if you guys have ever played God of War, but no? I've seen Have you people seen people play okay, God so of if War. you've seen the playthroughs, you know yes. how Kratos is always like, Boy! <laughs> that's <Yeah. laughs> he really that's is. How I imagine Finn talking about uh <laughs> about uh Sebastian. <laughs> At the end of this chapter two, Bree uses the mirror again. Against Finn telling her, hey, the mirror is broken. You probably shouldn't use it. The magic's been tampered with. Oh, I wanted to bring up before the mirror, Finn actually mentions her scar. She actually, she has the mindset to ask, like, how is hiding my scar protecting me? And he's a flex. Okay, Steph, I think your theory and my theory may be the same, but go. I'm going to... My theory is about the mirror. Oh, damn. Okay, okay, go ahead. Oh, okay, so go. Yeah. Okay, so when you had said that she kept using the mirror against his advice, Sebastian seems to know more and more about her. And I'm wondering if he has access to that mirror on the other side somehow. As as much as we learn about Mm. how their magics kind of got, like, bound and, like, tied to each other where one needs the other, the way that the person nonsense is working out, I'm wondering either that or maybe... There is some treason on Finn's side. Mm. But you kept bringing it up. 
she keeps using the damn mirror. She keeps using the damn mirror. I mean, every episode, and I'm thinking, shit, maybe that's how he knows something. But which it's not from his court, so I don't know how. Only thing I can think of is their magics are kind of entangled right now. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I thought it was just like his spies, especially Riri, because Riri got a little uh, weird these past couple chapters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Either the spy or the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My theory is about the scar. Okay. okay I think ahead. the crown is embedded in her scar. Oh. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Because later down the line, she asked the mirror, she's like, show me King Oberon's crown. And the mirror never changed. It just showed her reflection. So I was like, oh. Yes. It just stayed right there. Thank yes. you. I have my crown yes. now. <laughs> wait, wait. But then, but then that explains so yes. much in regards to why everybody kept talking about the bonding. Do you know what I mean? If you're bonded you get into to her, power. and if, if what if it is that theory of power, then it makes so much sense why Morbius wants to bond with her. If Sebastian knows. Oh, Sebastian definitely knows because he covered that shit up. He keeps pushing the subject of bonding with her. And even in this little bit of chapter, when they're talking about it, even um, Finn mentions like, oh, do you plan to be his queen? And things like that. And it could be not just because he's jealous, but maybe finding out, okay, well, if you do become his queen, like you're bound to bond with him. Bitch, you got my crown. Yeah, that that changes, that puts things into perspective and then changes a lot of- So much. It changes a lot. Yeah, so that's my theory. I don't know. It's kind of outlandish, but that's the only reason why I can think of that all these people want to bond with her so badly and why the queen would want to kill her if she saw the scar. Yeah, that makes so much sense though. So Um, so that- That's the end of chapter 23. Well, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I'll say when I get there, go. (laughs) Oh, so then we move on to chapter 24. So she goes back to palace at this point and um, Sebastian hasn't been back to the palace for a minute. And so she's asking her maids like, you know, not have they seen them, but they say, oh, he wants to take a walk with you and things. And she's trying to figure out, is he mad at me? Is he Does happy he know? with me? <laughs> right. Like she's trying to gauge how this whole conversation is going to go. Well, they do. They do tell her about the uh, different castle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she figures out that the the book that she's looking for, the Grimacron or the Unicron or Omicron, is it it's at that castle. So she's trying to talk to the maids in a nice way to like get information. They also slip up on some important information and then kind of like try to retract about they they're do. like, oh it used to be the queen's favorite palace, but you know, she never wants to go there anymore because of what happened to her parents. And the other twin is looking at her like, bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, spill the tea. Um, Please. But apparently something happened to her parents 21 years ago. Is it also a coincidence that 21 years ago, Bash was born? This is. (laughs) So I'm just trying to connect the little bits of fucking crumbs that this bitch is giving me. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, what as we had that that gene class by Professor Stephanie, Professor- I'm telling you, <laughs> there, I guarantee you, Bash is the love child of the queen and... Oh. Yo, if you're right about that, that's it. You take the crown for, like, Bro, that was, the that's next initially book. What I, that's initially what I, I thought, too. 
But I'm also on this thing now where I believe, because he's telling her the story again about Queen Arya, Sunny D, and King Obi-Wan, <laughs> Oberon, being in love. And Yo. their story of how they were so in love, they would sneak off to the mortal realm together. And then when her parents found out, they cut the portal. So he was stuck over there. And he fell in love with another Shit. girl. I with the mortal. I fully believe that mortal that he fell in love with was Bree's mom. So I, I'm really confused and I don't know what to think because if Sebastian is the love child of Sunny D and Obi-Wan and Brie is the offspring of Obi-Wan, I'm going to be really fucking sick. Um, the other oh, theory... Oh, no. Yeah, please. <laughs> Stephanie's like, I want to put the book down the now. The other theory that I have, though, is that, you know, King Obi-Wan is definitely Finn's daddy. Oh, most definitely. If King Obi-Wan is also Bree's daddy, I'm going to be very sick. Oh, like, no. All <laughs> roads lead to incest, DCF. and I am not okay. Call child services. <laughs> like, oh at this God. point, all roads are leading to Obi-Wan being Bree's daddy. And if he is, I swear to God, I will burn this fucking book. Oh God! I hope not. <laughs> Who was the author? Lexi again? Ryan, not, not the author of uh, Shadowhunters, right? No, God, no. <laughs> oh, but that's just that's just, oh, it's God. a feeling that I'm getting right now. Yeah, because to be honest, that's what it's looking like. Roads are leading down the incestuous. Oh path. God, I'm that's gonna throw up. Like. I'm gonna fucking throw up. Like I can feel it. It, in the back it sounds like Oberon was the man. He was getting all types Well, of I stuff. mean, he wasn't he wasn't like doing it like, oh yeah, I got this bitch and I got this bitch. I got hoes in different area codes. Like that wasn't him. But he did though. He had a he hole fell in, in the love. He fell code. in love with Sunny D. <laughs> and when he got cut off from the fairy realm, yeah. and you know, he was tortured, that mortal woman took care of him. And so he started to fall in love with her. No, obviously, yeah. Also, this is some Shakespeare type shit. I can't. Facts. <laughs> Shakespeare could have wrote this shit. Could it be that this was inspired by some type of Shakespearean shit? Mm, it? Possibly. It's giving it me. Be. It's giving me a little bit of Romeo and Juliet. It's giving me a little bit of Hamlet. Uh, <laughs> Midsummer's Night's Dream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Night's giving me a little bit of all of that. Bree's dumbass slips up <laughs> about how much she knows, and wait, that happens in this chapter. Yeah, she slips up about the camps, and Bash oh, is yeah, very. She does. <laughs> She, she slips up on a lot of shit. When she said that, I was like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. You ruined like, everything. Oh, my gosh. Bitch. Oh. And then she, yo, this person who's supposed to be a thief, you would think she'd be a really good liar. Yes. This is not the case here. When she slips up, all she could say to cover her ass is, I've heard people talking. Bitch, if you don't come up with a better fucking lie, you're so pathetic. No, because then Bash is like, who? Who have you right. been talking? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm no snitch, bitch. But to me, to me, I sat there, I was like, take notice of this. Because him pressing to find out who's been talking is a clear sign that he plans to find whoever it was and punish them. Tamlin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it very much was giving me those yes, types of vibes. Yes, he was just—he was so like, thing. he was just too pushy, and too trying to be hands-on yes. for that. And she's just, she's caught red-handed, and she keeps feeding him information. Yes. Like yes. throughout these chapters, bitch gave him eighty percent of what she's doing. Yes, I was like, bro, <laughs> it's supposed oh. to be a secret. <laughs> I can't tell you, this was painful to read. 
like, you dumb bitch, shut yeah. up, shut up. Right. It was so bad. It was so bad. I was annoyed with her. And then it gets worse because after she has that whole talk with Sebastian, now he's suspicious. And then she goes to Finn's house uh. and he shows up at the goddamn house. Yo. Yo. What the bitch is supposed to be tutoring her, quote unquote? Yo. I was like, oh, girl. Like an abusive no. ex, yo. Like like one of those stalkerish exes. Yes. Yeah. And she was like, oh, honey, I, I don't know who that is. I haven't worked in the Queen's service for years. Yes. So. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you came and brought receipts. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> I was like, awesome. It was at that moment I was thinking, okay, she's going to tighten up. You know, she's going to shut her mouth, lay low, tighten up. She did the complete opposite. Yes. She got real yes. loose. <laughs> that bitch sang like a fucking canary. Thanks. Yo. I mean, <laughs> everything was just... I couldn't believe it. It was fucking word vomit. Like, she just couldn't stop. Yes. Terrible. Yes. And what makes it worse, too, is that she's still choosing to trust this man. Mm-hmm. After Finn pointed out to her, her protection amulet was a fucking tracking beacon. Yes. So he could keep tabs on you. It was the fact that she sat there and she was defending him mm-hmm. all the way up until that point. Until Finn was like, he proved a point and He was like, how do you think he found you? You're dumb. You're, You're fucking dumb. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what makes it even worse, too, is this plan that they have afterwards. They're not planning on keeping her there and protecting her while they find a new space. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're going to send you back to the palace and uh, we'll deal with this. And, you know, you just lay low. Uh, we'll make it seem like another person was tutoring you. It wasn't her. And I'm like, who do they expect to swallow this bullshit? Her. This is like everybody <laughs> that, for themselves. Right, they were like, yeah, I, I hope you survive. <laughs> we're going to dip. <laughs> we <laughs> out. <laughs> Bash is, is a lot of things, but he's not that fucking dumb. That annoyed me to no end. So then when that happens, she does make it back to the palace. She gets back to her room and Sebastian's waiting for oh her. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. This plan was so stupid. It was so Act. dumb. And then we get to chapter 25 and she sings even more. She's a fucking leaky faucet. Oh Just my all the God. information At pouring point, from her mouth. Yes. She didn't have a good enough lie or a good enough cover story. So like when he was asking about shit, she just automatically was giving him some of the truth, not all of the truth, but still giving him a good portion of what was going down. It just- I just love how this bitch is like, I'll deceive who I have to. I'll lie and I'll cheat and I'll steal from who I have to in order to get my sister back. And at the first sign of trouble, it was him. He made me do it. <laughs> God damn. Um, can we specify that she tells him about her magic? Yes. And the whole reason when she said he's helping me with my magic, first of all, bitch, that's your leverage around the palace. Thank you. So now he's going to be even more suspicious and he's going to hide his conversations and shit like that. Like I- Now he could find her when she's not. It's not like she got all her items. She's still got more shit to look for. Exactly. It was very much like such a disappointment. How is she going to find the book? How is she going to find this other item? She's just like, oh, I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll play on his kindness and he won't suspect a thing. Really, bitch. <laughs> I cannot stress enough how much I do not like this character. It's, she admitted to her magic. She admitted to it improving. She admitted to who's training her. Mm. And it's who he believes is his enemy. 
And she admitted to like the knowledge that he has of her magic. Like she's just, but she has like no hands to no. play off of. Like she can't fool him with nothing. That that was her card right there. And I get like playing devil's advocate. I get like she feels bad that she's deceiving him because he's been so kind and she's been in love with him for the past two years. But girl, you already said you don't know if you can trust him. And here right. you are just spilling out everything, just laying out everything. Because she's also saying he loves me and I love him. Oh, she don't. And poor, unfortunate soul. She didn't think that through. No, she didn't. But then again, she doesn't think a lot of things through. So, and that is why what happens later, I was like, haha. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Deserved. So before we get there, um, we get a very tiny sprinkle pinch of spice. But with the person that I didn't want the spice with. I know. That's what I was saying. I don't want it to be with him. I did not want it to be with him. Right. And yet she's so into it. And I was not. I just said, I was like, can we skip this? Can we skip this? Oh, I'm like, so you just going to suck her titty out the cloth? (laughs) 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 I was like, hey, yo, this is the only bra I got, my man. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was very aggressive. <laughs> no, it, it was um it was uh there's there's a word for it. You know when yeah, when 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 people have sex love bombing. Like getting intimate with someone you don't trust who might and they don't trust you and like you guys can like kill each other any moment or like hurt ah. each other like it just wasn't right. Like it didn't feel It didn't feel right. right. No. It's like because then at one point they're doing all this, and then he, like, pulls back. But then he, he goes back in for it. Then he pulls back again. And he goes, and I'm like... Stop being a fucking tease, I don't girl. like this. I'm like, this is toxic. Right, I don't right. Like <laughs> I was like, I don't like none of this. And then he's like, conveniently, I have a meeting. Oh, I have a meeting? Yep. With parentheses? Yeah. And okay. his... Okay. He always and, has a fucking convenient oh my God. meeting at any time that he's with her and he wants to pull out of the situation. No, it's just a meeting. Yes. Uh, Turns out that meeting is him fucking another bitch. Yo. Okay, wait. Because this setup, when it happened, I was like, ooh. I like just said, I was like, well-deserved, well-deserved, well-deserved. She decides, oh, I'm going to go ahead and go around the castle in the dark, and I'm just going to show up to his room, and I'm going to leave a note, and she gets to his room. Plain facts. In her face. Black and white. You can't deny what was going to go down. Right. It's not like they were standing too close or maybe she was sitting on his lap. Baby girl had her legs wrapped. <laughs> wrapped around him. Like, it was going a specific way. So immediately at that point, she ends up running right back to her room. I'm not going to be that girl that cries over a man in her room. I'm just yes, going to take are. this night and party. Basically the typical the typical breakup situation where you're like, yellow. Oh my God. But what happens when she gets there is crazy because she's drinking the Faye wine, but this time it has a different effect on her than it did previously. Uh, We find out later that she's been drugged. But while she's drinking this Faye wine and dancing and having a good time, Riri comes up to her and he's like, oh, how are you? Did you uh, see Sebastian or something like that? Where's Sebastian? She's like, he's with another bitch. And he's like, Riri is like, oh, petty. Oh, you know about that? She was petty. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was mad petty about it. Because she didn't have to say it that way. But she did have a right to be. Because it's not like, you're not going to be in my room trying no. to like, fuck on me. And then immediately go fuck on somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she didn't have a right. I'm just saying that 
She was in her room hyping herself yeah. <laughs> up and saying that she wasn't going to talk about this. She wasn't going to be this girl, blah, blah, blah. And the first minute she runs into somebody and they're like, oh, how's our prince? He's with some bitch. Like, you? Like, come on. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, though. I like that, though. I was like, okay. <laughs> she said, I like that, though. Tell him. You know? Like- yeah. But Riri tries to turn it around. And he's like, oh, don't worry. He only loves you. He only wants to be with you. That's nice to hear while he's upstairs getting his nut off and some other person. Like, no. This man is the true definition of a wingman. Yeah. Even knowing, yes! even knowing that you are fucking up. He's in there. He's like, but he really wants to be with you. I'm sure he wishes he was with you. Right. And then he tries to put place the blame on her, talking about, well, you know, you did break his trust. What? Has he not broken my trust? Wait, multiple is, fucking times. Is this Lucian vibes? <laughs> Bro, yeah, yeah. But you did leave the castle and, and disappeared after he told you not to leave. Right. And you did go to the night <laughs> Whose side are you on, bro? Right. Like, I understand right. that's your boy, but don't cover up his fuckery. That's just a no. It's a no for me. But then as the night progresses, Riri keeps circling back and he keeps telling her, hey, you know what would fix this? He was like, he sent her home. He sent the girl home. You know what you should do? Go find him and repair this. Third time he came around, he starts talking to her and he's like, you know what would make the situation better? Maybe if you guys bonded. And I like sat there, I was like, yo, Sebastian's over here pressuring her to bond with him, to marry him, to become her his queen. Now you got this dude while she's drunk and can't think straight, telling her to turn her ass around, go up to the room and complete the bond. Predator vibes. I was like, I don't like this. No. I don't like this at fucking all. No. And thankfully, as she's standing there thinking about it and also trying to take her goddamn clothes off on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. She was trying to, <laughs> she was trying to straight strip. <laughs> my question is, what type of drug was this? Because she was like, oh, I've never felt the wind on my skin. I was like, what the fuck? Molly. <laughs> Some shit. And I don't know that from experience. Let me put that out there. I'm just saying my friends who have done it. <laughs> It sounds like Molly. Um, (laughs) But yeah, thankfully, Preetha comes to her rescue and gets her the fuck out of there. When we move to chapter 26, that's where they're like, oh, she's been drugged. They're trying to figure out who did it and stuff like that. Finn is like, I'll personally take care of her. And I was like, of course you will. I was like, I was I was glad. But then I was also like, oh, he's not going to like do anything with her because she's drugged out of her mind. And we all know that our respectable dark-haired love interest. (laughs) Don't cross that line. He's a gentleman. But baby, baby, (laughs) the shower! (laughs) (laughs) The little bit that we got in this chapter of this was enough. I can't. I was like, I need you to go into explicit detail, bitch, and I need more of it. (laughs) So basically, everything that she thinks is coming out of her mm-hmm. mouth. So she's like telling Finn all types of stuff. Like, I wish it was me that you took as a tribute. Like, basically, when it was the girl that he took earlier as a tribute. Before she knew that it meant death. <laughs> right. She was like, I wish it was me. But then another thing that kept irking me was in her head, and I don't know if she was actually saying this, but in her head, she kept saying, like, if Sebastian can go find comfort in somebody else's arms like why can't I to me it it irked me and it pissed me off because I was like 
So Finn isn't good enough just him by himself. Like, you have to be rejected by Bash. Right. Finn is a prize all on his own. Let's start there, bitch. Next. One you, exactly. you do not deserve. Let's start there. It, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, you don't deserve this man who is clearly a gentleman who saw that you were high and drugged and was like, you know what? I know exactly how to like help you out. Let me throw you in the shower. Right. And you are going to cool down real quick. Right. And even as you are begging and begging and begging... He is like, no, hold your hands up. He's like, no, don't touch me. I'm not going to touch you. Just stay here. And even while you're grinding your goddamn clitoris. <laughs> on his and all he's doing, like, all he's doing is, is kissing her neck. That was all he was doing. I mean, there's only like, there's only so much that you can resist. But she's down there putting grind on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh baby. God. Oh my God. That was that was my favorite part of the book so far. The tattoos. Yes, the tattoos. So while they're in the shower, his shirt gets wet and all of a sudden she can see through his shirt and she sees all these tattoos, but they don't look like normal like images. Like, like they look like runes. And so he gets like upset and offended that she likes them. And he's like, don't take pleasure in my tattoos if you don't know what they mean. She's kind of like, oh, okay, but still, she knows she's she's lit, so she's not she's not understanding what's Sex. going on. And I'm wondering, do you think they're they're tattoos from the curse? Yes, I'm wondering if they're attached to this curse, and if maybe they're markings of. Remember, the curse says of how they have to take human lives. Maybe it's for each mm. one he took, and maybe it's a bad oh. memory. Maybe it marks you. Oh, shit. So all the times he had to take a life, it gives you a permanent mark. Damn. Way to bring down the mood, Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of of why he despises it so much. Because if it was just for the curse, then if once the curse is broken, it'll be lifted. Possibly. But possibly. That's actually a really good theory. I didn't think about that. I was too hyped up on the fact that. You know, there was some spice happening that I just, I steamrolled right past that. I was like, get to the good shit. <laughs> um, so that moves us into chapter 27 and it's the morning after. Oh, she and, is so embarrassed. Oh, she is so embarrassed, but I love it. I love his like remarks to everything. He's sitting there. He's Facts. smiling like a Cheshire cat. It's, it's the comebacks for me. Yes. Like, what she was telling him, get out. He was like, that's not what she was telling me last night. Like, <laughs> like, I was like oh. That is the first time that this book has actually made me laugh out loud. Yes. Right? It took 331 pages. <laughs> I counted. <laughs> but oh my God. most importantly, we do learn about Isabel. And Isabel was Finn's mortal lover that died. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if that was the first life he had to take because of the curse. As a tribute? Mm Mm-hmm. But then do you think she gave herself up willingly? I was about to say that. Absolutely. Like Kayla did? I think so. I think so for sure. I think she gave herself up and he said no, but she did it anyway. Because she honors him. I mean that. Uh-huh. Like that that, that lady came in out of nowhere and was like, no, I want to do this. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because it makes me sit and wonder like, okay, so if Finn's taking tributes, he's taking them. I don't want to say in an honorable type of, well, yeah, kind of in an honorable type of way. Like it's not him looking and searching and hunting down for tributes. Is these people actually coming in and being like, hey, 
I want to do this for you because I believe in the, in the cause. Right. And I think that, you know, yeah. this is my contribute to the cause. Yeah. Whereas Morbius is probably just hunting them down and like, all right, take tribute here, tribute here, tribute yeah, here. Yeah, because it said that he has a bunch of human slaves at the, yeah. um, at the night, not the night court, God damn it, the moon court, the unsealed court. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't be surprised. And that's why they were always like, oh, Morbius does it. He's like, I don't want to be like him. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that makes a lot of sense. Um, also, Pritha is freaking out because Lark got hurt. She just scraped her knee. But Pritha's making a big deal about it. And this was interesting. What we find out is that because of the curse, like we were talking about um, earlier, the Unsealy, all of the Unsealy, it's not just, you know, the royal family, they heal and age um, like mortals. For 20, 21 years. Yeah. Which again, years. again, was around the same time that mm-hmm. Bash was born. So mm-hmm. you're not going to mention that that number to me twice and not have me like try to connect some dots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that I was really that. interesting. And um, the only way to kind of stop that is to undo the curse. Did you also find it interesting that nobody can actually talk about the curse? Yeah. Pritha tried and it was almost as if something invisible was choking her. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, so I get it now why they have been so reluctant to talk to her yeah. about certain things. But my thing is like, you couldn't have been in the very beginning, like, hey, we can't talk about this. Like, I know you want answers and we want to give them to you, but we literally cannot. They couldn't have just said that. I mean, they could have, but but then it would maybe just be less figured, complicated. No, but maybe they figured like she wasn't going to last long or maybe that she would choose Bash and and Bash's cause over whatever they were doing. Like, I, I, I think, don't know. I think it's, I, I don't, I don't, I think it's because they have such a bad rep. She was raised to see them as evil. And that I think that if she learned about the curse early on, already having that in her mind, and then on top she of that learning. Like, she right. And then after that learning that in order for them to live, they need to kill, she's going to be like, oh, hell no, I'm definitely not helping y'all because I'm not going to help you kill. Right. That that makes sense. Something else that's that's talked about in this chapter before the uh, Lark situation is what happened when she was drugged. Finn is clearly stating that this was Sebastian's doing. Yeah. He obviously had Riri drug her in the hopes of her being too high or too intoxicated to realize what she was doing so that he would he would bond with her right. in some way. Because the yeah. prince didn't want to get his hands dirty, quote unquote. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, if she still trusts him after this, then she's a fucking dickhead with a capital D. Because, <laughs> like, who else would have sat there and, and drugged you? Right. No, who had the opportunity to? And, and who was there in your ear whispering about oh, what you need to do? Right. Um, at the end of the chapter, Brie and Preetha are still talking and Brie says she doesn't want to have to choose between Bash and Finn because she's in love with Bash, obviously, but she also wants Finn to be or continue to be her friend. She's like, oh, no, sweetie, you won't have to choose one. I just have the worst feeling that she's going to choose wrong. Uh Wrong being Bash, of course, because fuck her. (laughs) I cannot make that clear enough. We don't have much left in the book. Right. And knowing we have like a sequel, it's like. A sequel with him on the cover. Ew. It's going to take, because it's going to take a whole book for her to fix that fucking problem. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, that one mistake. And we move on to chapter 28. And this is where we get 
the story. So Brie finally decides, you know what? Let me snap one of those threads so that Dobby can show up. Also, pause. Did you notice that the maids notice her hair? Yeah. <laughs> the maids are like, who the fuck keeps butchering your damn strands? Yeah. <laughs> right? Hilarious. Sorry, please continue. Um, <laughs> so Dobby shows up and he was like, hey, I'm here. And she was like, so I have questions for you. And she starts asking about the curse. And he says that he looks at her for a minute. And he's like, oh, okay. So you've grown wiser. Not that fucking wise. <laughs> <laughs> He goes into this whole story about Queen Arya and King Oberon. This is where we get the initial story of it. And then later on, we get a more in-depth. While he was locked in the mortal realm, he had fallen in love with a human girl. And then the queen, so heartbroken, decides to curse the unseely king and all his people. Oh my God, she's Amarantha. Facts. Yes. That's exactly what she, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't realize that till right now. Yes. He also, the the main things that he says from this or that we get from this is like what you said about the healing. Um, also, to break the curse, she has to kill the queen. Mm-hmm. Which is a big fucking deal. Kill the queen or die. That's the only way for her to stay alive is to kill the queen. She has two. And obviously she asks like, how do I do it and live? And he's like, oh, easy. You gotta kill the queen. Um, I love Dobby, yo. Dobby's like, um, bitch. It was just very common sense, obviously. He's like, everybody knows this. this." (laughs) They also um, say, or Dobby also says that the queen has been sacrificing her own people to keep the curse upheld. So not only is she fucking with the unsealy court, she's fucking with her own court too. Yep. Which would explain too why people are uprising against her in her own court. Yeah. And that's why uh, Jalik's sister died. She was a, a sacrifice for the curse. You got to be one petty ass bitch. Bro, one petty tell me ass about bitch it. To hold a grudge for that long? The man you hate ain't even alive no more. What? Um, I also, in this section, it was a little unclear to me. I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but I feel like, or I think, that Dobby mentions that Sebastian isn't being forced to marry. He wants to marry and that person that he wants to marry is Brie, it makes it a little bit even more suspicious mm-hmm. that he's pushing so hard. And again, I wholeheartedly believe he went into the human realm looking for her. Knowing who she was. Yeah. Because he always said, too, that he didn't like the curse. He didn't like the camps. But he was probably trying to find a way to break it because he without killing his mother. So I'm wondering if he was trying to marry her, thinking if I gain her power, maybe I can still have the best of both worlds, break this curse, free those people from those camps, but also keep my mother alive. But we don't know that yet because we only have crumbs. (laughs) We don't know the possibilities of anything. Literally, I don't even have a quarter of a cookie (laughs) from the fucking information that she's trying to feed me. All the information that she's giving me is just like... Little bit, little if bit, that's little the bit. case, I hope the next book is lit. It gotta be one fast-paced book, like because if it doesn't, me and Lexi will have words. It's just it's a duology, not a trilogy, right? It's a duology. It's a duology. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hope. I hope. All right. Well, not I hope. It, it better fucking be. <laughs> uh, at the end of the chapter too, Bash also puts a little bit of doubt in Bree's mind about Finn, saying that oh, what we confirmed if you bond with Finn. You know, he'll have access to your magic 
which is probably why like he wants to keep you around so bad. Being a real toxic ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Learned about it from how his Finn mama. Feels for Brie. Learned, Learned it from, from his mama. mama. Yep. I would have been like, okay, so if I bond with you, same thing for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get the same thing. But see, that's because we're thinking clearly. <laughs> she don't. She don't think. It's it's bad, and it's it makes it so bad too because she doesn't think now. So when she gets the D, she's really not gonna oh. be thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gonna get the D that that you know royalty like, D. Dick. Right. Goddamn dictified. There you go. Can't do a goddamn thing. Fill all the information. (laughs) I just, I can't. She's like, oh, Um, you want to know the truth? Here we go. (laughs) The truth? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I do find it interesting how every time they do have an argument, he is constantly repeating how much he trusts her. But I feel like his actions don't align. But he's telling her that because he's seeing that she responds to it. Like she responds to those words and she lets go and speaks and gives up information. It's because I think he's he's studied her for a while. Mm-hmm. And like obviously because of her past trauma or her it's mom. It's trust related. It's yeah, it's trust related. And like he gained that trust and he like just sat there and was like, all right, well, I can use this to my advantage. He's conniving. Narcissist. I told you I didn't like it from the very fucking beginning. How do you track somebody and say in the same breath, I trust you? You tracked me, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's toxic, right? It's so fucking toxic. And I, the, the fact that she doesn't see that just pisses me off. And if you trust me, why does your homeboy keep saying you need to regain his trust? Thanks. And in order to do that, thank you. You got a bond. Mm-hmm. So he's very contradictory in, in, in that. Liar. See, see, Brie needs us. That's what it is. Brie needs us to be sitting there and be like, excuse me. She does. What Brie needs is some friends who will tell her how it is. No lie. I was reading this. like the, I was imagining the three of us in a fucking palace. <laughs> in her room like, bitches, you dumb 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 dumb. What the fuck? Us like fucking being servants, scrubbing the floors, listening to all the like, bullshit. We're like, yo, they're going to get us killed. <laughs> like, oh, bitch, you won't believe what I heard. Strapping for this. <laughs> your boys, your boys, boy, you can't trust nobody but us. I'm telling you. They're going to get us killed. <laughs> you see right. them shadows? But don't them tell them I told moved, you. Man. T- don't tell them I told you. She's going to come back and be like, I told them. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> You gonna give me yeah? <laughs> I can't. Um, oh my god! So we move into chapter twenty nine, which is the last chapter for this episode. And again, Brie is just word vomiting all over the place to regain Sebastian's trust. It's ridiculous at this point. It really and it's is. doing the opposite. She's a dummy. The amount of time yes. I'm like dummy in my notes for her, I'm like I, I can't. I I can't and I won't. But this chapter, this chapter mm-hmm. though, oh, it was good. Yo, we have. Gotta give it to Steph because she called it from the jump. She was like, he's yeah. not dumb. He's clearly he clearly knows what he's doing. He mm-hmm. clearly did. He admitted to the fact that he knew that Brie gave him a fake mirror. Yes. And that she kept she the real said, mirror. Yes. This bitch did an audible gas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read that and I was like, Steph was right. She also tells him she knows about the curse. Jesus. She- and he's like, like, I think he knew what she was up to. Yeah. And then Riri confirmed it because 
she slipped at the ball and was like, oh, there's things that I can't tell him because I have to save my sister. It'll jeopardize her safety. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So he knew that much, but he didn't know how educated she was about the Everything. other shit that was going on. Yeah. And every time she says something, he's just looking at her like, bitch. But I can't even blame him, though, because he's probably thinking, who the fuck do you talk to? You in a palace all day. Right. You got two maids and a tutor. Who the hell is telling you all this information? But now, though, don't you think that he sits there and he's like, you got all your information from Finn? Yep. Because of because of him catching her there. Exactly. And because she was like, oh, Finn he's is a my friend. friend. Where the fuck did you even meet this friend? Okay, thank you. I thought the exact same thing when she said Loophole. that. When she was like, Finn is a friend. I was like, okay, but my question would have been, when did you guys have the time to meet? Where did you meet him? Right, where and did you when meet? did this fr fr friendship develop? If you've been in the castle this entire time. And you just happened to develop a friendship with another fairy after telling me how much you hate fairies and you barely wanted to be with me? Like, See? No, girl. It don't make sense. No, girl. And when sense. he talks about the traitor and how she knew, I was yes. like, fuck. Fuck. Because now, now that he knows about her powers, he's probably put two and two together. Like, oh, you really doing some traitorous shit now, too. Like, uh -huh. you letting them loose. And he found out, she even said, she admits to it, helping him break out. I'm like, you... Fucking dummy! <laughs> Even if he didn't have the whole picture, with as much information she's giving him, she's giving him the full story. She really is. Yeah. She pretty much lined mm -hmm. it up for him. Exactly. Which is why I'm not... Oh, wait. That's... I, I read a little bit further. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that because like, I'd make the same mistake. <laughs> I know. I read a couple pages in chapter 30. I was like, I was about to go into it, which is why this happens. I'm like, oh... <laughs> Never mind. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> we also find out about the slaw or the slugs or the slatterhorns, whatever Slash. we're calling them, that roam the beach. Mm -hmm. When he mentions it, we know because Finn mentioned it, that they yes. are only around when some when people have died in that area. So she asks Sebastian, she's like, well, who, who died on the beach? And he doesn't say. But he did mention something about his mother and those creatures. So I'm wondering... If she was a part of it, mm. maybe Obi-Wan died on the beach. Oberon? You think Oberon died on the beach? That's why I said Obi-Wan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe Obi-Wan died on the beach. I'm not sure. Maybe after in her fit of rage when he was like, I can't be with you. I'm in she love with somebody him. else. Yeah. She killed mm. him. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. She's a murdering hag. Uh, to be honest, after knowing that she caused the curse and then she set it up so that the curse would make the unseely seem horrible by having to take lives in order to keep themselves alive. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I wouldn't put it past her. My thing is like, why do you have to go after everybody in that kingdom? This is one man. You can take your revenge out on this one man. You can make him suffer for years, centuries, and be, be happy with that. But no, you, you got to take it out on everybody who had nothing to fucking do with this That's shit. That's what power does to you. She was planning to rule both courts because the whole the whole goal or the whole end goal was for her and Oberon to marry and unite the courts. Mm -hmm. I get, I'm sure she was just in a fit of rage, was upset that that wasn't going to happen and just decided, well, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm curious to see what's going to happen when they return back to the palace because when he spoke to her about Jalek and he said, you knew he wanted to kill my mother and you didn't say nothing to me. She was like, I really didn't know that what his plans were, but, and then this is where she fucked up. She goes, but if he tried to, I wouldn't have stopped. Him. You 
Dumbass. He clearly told you it was like, that his mother was his number one priority throughout all this. He's trying to find a way to keep her alive. And you go insane? Yeah. You c- c- care less about her life? Now I'm wondering when she gets back, she's going to be in the dungeon? Like, <laughs> downgrade her ass? I'm sorry, how old is this bitch? She's acting like she's 14. Like, she don't know what the fuck she's doing. I, I, I think, can't. I thought like, she was I, like, you know, like 18 or some shit. I was just like, I... Not smart 18. I can't. I was like, I get it. I get it. After, after everything that you've learned, you give not two shits about this woman. I get it. But if you're going to have to, like, try to play nice, bitch, then at least act like it. Mm-hmm. Especially because right. she still needs him. Like, you don't have to say every single thing that comes to your mind. That goes back to what I said about her supposedly being, like, this amazing thief and blah, blah, blah. But, like, girl, where's your lying ability? You, at- she's, she's an amazing thief to herself. <laughs> Close her mouth is shut. She could steal. But yeah, you you gonna have to do her like Wade from uh what is it X Men? Is it Origins or whatever? And fucking sew up her mouth. Thanks. Get rid of it. Get rid it of just, it. Yeah. Remember Beetlejuice when they put the metal? Yeah. Yep. Yep. When she gets into the castle with him and he's showing her around, the first thing he shows her is the armory, and I'm like, oh, he about to behead her for what she said on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bree. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Um, he ends up giving her this special dagger. Apparently, it's a dagger that can be used to kill Morbius. Mm-hmm. But Sebastian also emphasized that the, it can also be used to kill Finn. All right, man. Finn and ain't she going specifically, nowhere. Bro, she specifically asks, if you don't want Finn on the throne, then who do you want on the throne? And he doesn't answer. Like, he, his response is, oh, I want to unite the kingdoms. So you want yourself which on the again, throne. Well, which, again, makes me believe that Bree is also a candidate to sit on the throne. And so by marrying her, again, uniting the kingdoms. When I read that, what it sounded like to me was he wants to do what his mom wanted to do initially, which Mm -hmm. was marry Oberon and and unite the kingdoms. He probably, if her theory is, I think it was yours, right, Morgan, about the baby daddy theory? Yeah. If the baby daddy theory is right, he probably knows about it. And that's why he's so set on marrying her. But- I don't think his mother knows. And that's why, you know. No. Yeah. Which is another reason why she might want to kill her because she's like, no, I've had the unsealing under my thumb for years Mm -hmm. now. This is what they get because of their king, blah, 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 blah. Now, if Sebastian is Oberon's child, then wouldn't he would have a right to that throne because he is half unsealing. Yeah. My other theory that I just came up with like 30 minutes ago, I don't know how this makes sense, but what if, okay, scratch scratch Brie or scratch out Brie. She's not the daughter of Obi-Wan. If Oberon had a wife back in the Unsealy court or whatever, and he had a, a, or a consort and had Finn and his brother and then fell in love with Sonny D and they had Sebastian, are they like half brothers? Which is why they like they don't really get along because they're from the opposite courts and because of his mom's relationship and shit like that. But also why they didn't fight on site. Yeah, that would make sense. Because and then that also makes sense as to why Finn was like, he's not my enemy, but his mother is. Exactly. It's like siblings who don't they're not cool. It was a very familial. It was a familial kind of kind of distance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. He also shows her the library. And, of course, this bitch is so not inconspicuous. She's looking at the library. Her eyes latch onto the Grimacron. And she's like, 
Jasper staring at it. <laughs> and then she moves on to something else. And he's like, that's called the Grimacron. And she's like, oh, oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> Bitch. I- <laughs> she is the worst person to be on this mission, yo. I can't. I fucking can't. My God. But he also tells her that there's a serious dilemma with her taking this book. So on one hand, if she takes it, she kills the queen. And she's like, fuck yes, that bitch needs to die. But on the other hand, if she gives it to Morbius, he could cause some serious fucking damage. Yes. So it's like, she's like, damned if I do, damned if I don't. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, if I do this, Sebastian will never forgive me. And I'm like, bitch, who needs this forgiveness? Th- throughout it all, she's right. still thinking about this motherfucker. Even after, they're not together, but technically... He's fucking around. Mm-hmm. He's lied to her multiple fucking times. He was keeping a tracking device on her. Maybe she was a tribute. He's half unseely. So would the curse affect him too in some way? Would he have to take tributes too? And maybe that's why Riri was like, no, no, he wants to be with you. That was separate. Like he's can't say it, but he's insinuating that, that'd be interesting, but it wouldn't make sense. This is why the queen wouldn't want to break the curse then if her own son is affected by it. Unless that's the only thing that's keeping her alive, but I think it's the Grimacron is the only thing that's keeping her alive. No, the Grimacron is, is the only thing that keep, that's keeping her alive. But I wonder if in her fit of rage, if like she made the curse, but didn't really realize the consequences of it, then maybe the loophole to it was... As as Dobby said, maybe what it was was, okay, how do I keep my kid alive? Oh, I tributes would help keep him alive. If it's if she doesn't know about it because it's just started happening to him and he started feeling this way and realizing he needs to he's realizing he has similarities with the unsealies. Maybe, maybe right. that's the only thing I can think of why she wouldn't know how this could happen, but she wouldn't know about it. And if he is to and she said he's 21 years old, she told Finn that. So what if he's just starting to be like, you know, why am I not healing the same? Or why am I not, you know, and he keeps taking all these trips. Which would make sense why he went to be the mage's apprentice. Oh, yeah. To figure out other ways to try to, wow, okay. So maybe this is new. And maybe he connected the dots like, why is it happening to me when I'm Sealy? And that's the only thing I can think of in a scenario like that where the mother wouldn't know. That, That makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. That's the end of chapter 29. I will admit, I started out this episode, I started out this episode thinking that we didn't get a lot of information for theories. Mm -hmm. But in reality, we actually did get some good stuff. Like it wasn't all for naught. When our powers combined. Hmm. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, everybody's getting a Christmas crown. (laughs) (laughs) We're all getting crowns. We don't have much left. We deserve it. We are such good investigators. Thanks. Um, yeah, we don't have much left. We have seven chapters left. So for the next episode, we are going to be finishing the book. Oh, chapters shit. 30 through 37. Crazy. I feel like we just started this book. I and know, to, like, right? like now be finishing it, I'm like, damn. I know, it was fast. Yeah. Um, and we'll also be announcing on the next episode the next book that we're reading. Woo woo! Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Thanks. With that being said, we want to say thank you guys for joining us. Hope you enjoyed. Stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, We love you guys and always stay YA heart. Bye. Bye.